Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Flobo Voice, that's me in the mayor's office, hanging, trying to bring different perspectives to you, you creatives, you thinkers, you doers, whether on that path to making your creative endeavors happen or just, you know, thinking about it. I mean, I got this burning fire, burning passion, burning desire. I'm not sure I should jump. Hopefully this show is that inspiration you need. NewAmsterdam.com. That's the website that lists not only this show, but all the other shows in the New Amsterdam Entertainment Network, shows from Star Trek all the way to wrestling and more. And speaking of wrestling, my guest this week is Mike Wexler. If you don't know him, you definitely know his alter ego, Sock Monkey Mike. As a man very, very young, according to me, because I'm old as the hills, he has made a name for himself in the wrestling journalist space. And if you're probably listening to this going, well, wrestling isn't my thing. That isn't the point. The point is, here's somebody with a passion. Here's somebody that wants to do something and is finding a way to create his own lane. Hopefully, there are some things you can extract from that talk. I mean, I was blown away when someone pulled me aside and was like, hey, Flopito, have you heard of Sock Monkey Mike? And I go, is that a cartoon? No, it's an actual person. So chill out with Mike Wexler is amazing. Before I get to that talk, I just got to say, as always, you have many different podcasts to tune into and listen to. So I do appreciate making New Amsterdam Radio part of your podcasting diet. Hit me up and the show at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. And now, enough of my rambling. My chat with Mike Wexler, Sock Monkey Mike. Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creatives, thinkers, and doers. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Boys, in the mayor's office with someone who's been doing the dang thing from early. I've heard the stories, the legend of Socks Monkey Mike, and having him on the show has been a pleasure. Mike Wexler, how are you going? Flobo, first and foremost, thank you for that beautiful introduction. Thank you for being a legendary guy. Wow. Um, you know. I mean, I, 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 I got to put it out there to the world. I mean, like, Flobo has been putting in the work. I appreciate him taking the time for having me on the show. And I'm really excited to uh, be a part of the Flobo universe. Oh, man. Well, welcome, man. It's kind of crazy over here. You know I mean? We buy lots of wings. <laughs> That's it's dope. Uh, let's get the most important question out the way. You went to a Beach Boys concert recently. How was that like? Oh, man, that was, and I'm going to sound horrible for my generation of kids, <laughs> that was honestly a great concert. I mean, yes, it was an hour long, because then I understand, too, they can't go like two, three hours. Right. But at the same time, it is awesome to hear all the hits that I've been loving from the Beach Boys, from uh, Good Vibrations to Surfing USA to even some of the like the littler songs that were like special to me, like Come Go With Me. Um, another one I'm trying to think in my room was another one. There's so many, I we could go on and on about this yeah. podcast, but, uh, but no, it was just awesome to see them seeing, I believe two, three original members from the beach boys and just seeing the, uh, the crew that they had with them. It was awesome. Just to put it short, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, where was that at? It was at, um, I'll go Cal Caliente, uh, casino sorry, where was resort. it? That's poor English. Where it, was it? No, it was in, uh, Rancho Mirage, California. 
Mm-hmm. Rancho, so, so, somewhere in LA. Somewhere. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny for me because, like, in preparation for this interview, I was like, oh man, my favorite Beach Boys song, I realized it wasn't even a Beach Boys song. It was from Jan and Dean. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops, that's awkward. Uh, Surfing USA is a classic, though, for sure. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it, man, my friend. Mike, you do a lot in the wrestling space, but it's not just that. You are, I would say, a presenter slash host slash live personality. A question I ask a lot of my guests on the show is if you're at a party and someone goes, hey, kid, what are you? do what do you tell them i tell them i'm just a passionate kid that just showcases that and embraces positivity i mean i would say i'm a dj i would say i'm a broadcaster an influencer a journalist or whatever but i feel like those are just typical things that you would hear from other people um i'm just me i'm just a regular mike wexler guy that like just loves wrestling loves sports and loves spreading that positivity around you notice from all the instagram stuff that i've shared um that's what I like to do. I like to share stuff that is pretty cool and it's nothing based upon money. It's nothing based upon any uh, reward upon that aspect. It's more so of like, you got to check out these people. Cause like I find it cool and you guys should be checking it out too. Yeah. That's kind of cool to share the wealth or wherever that may be. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. That's why I learned of you through the wrestling Avenue. Um, but it was cool to see that you just do multiple things in there. You have a bit of a reputation. I'm not sure if you realize this as being someone so ambitious to do whatever needs to be done. Either you're tr- controlling traffic or you're helping with the ring or you're high-fiving people is wrestling a dream, the dream or something you're into right now. See, that's a good question. Wow, you actually asked me, like, wow, that made me think. Um, no, honestly, it would like to be honest, wrestling is and always will be a passion of mine. Um, it is truly a dream, it is the dream, and it is also, um, you know, something that I'm very passionate about. It's all three to answer your question because it's yeah. very, I love it. I grew up with the wrestling fandom family starting all the way back since I was born, when Vince McMahon won the Royal Rumble back in January 24th, 1999. Uh, <laughs> that's like my favorite Rumble, if you believe it. That's my favorite yeah. Rumble of all time. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's that's how it started. I mean, it, it was just, ba- you know, surrounded. You know, I mean, I was just surrounded by it, and it was awesome to feel the love, feel the support of my family, and seeing how much they were into it. It really inspired me to really love it. So, again, to answer your question, it's just, it's all three. Like, there's no simple, just one straight answer. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, when when I came to California in uh, 2007, <laughs> you know, I, I came in with dreams of being one thing. I wanted to be a filmmaker. I wanted to be an editor. But I, I don't do that anymore. I do everything else but that. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I can understand to be a little bit of flexibility in there. Uh, one of the cool things, though, what I like about you and your brand is you have your own podcast. Like most people, but your podcast is actually dope. Uh, your story... <laughs> Talk to me about the launch, the decision to do the podcast. How's that experience been as a broadcaster? Walk me through everything. Oh, man. Uh, To be honest, I really didn't get into podcasting until the pandemic. I mean, if we're talking about on a consistent level. I mean, I I had a podcast before called the uh, the Two Sides of the Coin podcast, which is no longer active. Um, That was really my uh, introduction to uh, the podcasting game and seeing everybody doing a podcast way before the pandemic had happened, obviously. Um, and I started with my college buddy named Kevin Morris. So shout out to you at his Westerness art on Instagram. Um, and he really set the foundation to like, you know, 
having those casual conversations, you know, about either movies or sports. We would always have these little funny segments where we would call our professor who was behind the camera and be like, <laughs> so what do you call a sack? And like, sack <laughs> so it was, kind of those, it was kind of one of those like sports trivia or movie trivia that was just really based upon comedy so um i've always had that since maybe about 2018 2019 um but like i was going back to before upon uh the podcasting and being consistent with it you know when the pot when the pandemic had happened and everything had shut down in march um of 2020 i mm-hmm. everybody was bored <laughs> everybody didn't know what to do um so it was just kind of one of those things where i was like okay i have this platform which is now everybody's based on technology everybody has a social media i'm guessing at this point um you know what do i do to not only fill in the time but kind of stand out because i've had material before of like doing interviews at wrestling events and stuff like that but nothing really consistent so right. i had contacted um some of my friends and numerous emails, like the same emails I probably gave you is the same emails I gave everybody <laughs> else. That professional long, like here, here's who I am. This is what I've done. Here's the people I've talked to or have worked with before. And can you do an interview, please? So um, it was, uh, you know, it was cool. Cause like, I got to talk to some of my friends, like Alyssa Marino. And I think we already know um, who's been killing it over there in the uh, SoCal scene. And now the Florida scene. Um, same thing goes with the first person I ever interviewed for the Sock Monkey Mike show, and that was AJ Kirsch. Uh, you know, someone that has voiced for WWE 2K before, uh, yeah. professional wrestler, was on Tough Enough. Can I, can I jump in here? Why do you think people say yes? I think a lot of times people have podcasts that are kind of scared or gun shy to, to shoot the shot. You did, and people said, Yeah. Why do you think they say yes? I. <laughs> To be honest, Lobo, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I think what it is, to be honest, is that I think I um, I present myself differently than every other podcaster out there. I feel yeah. like that I'm not the typical in the wrestling business. We call it a Mark podcast right, or right. like, you know, it's basically like, a oh, my God, what was it like doing this? Like, it's more of a conversation. Um, shout out to Justin of the Wrestling Classic because he really kind of set the foundation for keeping it casual on, on interviews and stuff like that. Most of the Your Story episodes, what you see as a regular conversation was really helped by and really influenced by him. Um, so shout out to him. But other than that, I mean, it was it, it's really just like maybe just the email <laughs> and the, and the yeah. way that I presented it. Or maybe it's, you know, oh, yeah, I've seen your stuff on social media. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's cool because, like, a lot of times it does seem like a force of nature. You know, we, we have podcasts, and I got inquiries before, and you do the little, like, I'm going to search who this person is. And you're just like, oh, I don't really know if I want to be associated with this. But you've been at this brand working it for years, and it just seems that it's getting more refined. You're getting your name out there. Has the fame gone to your head? Has someone come up to you and ask for an autograph? How does that feel like when someone's like, you're the sock monkey Mike guy? To be honest, Flobo, I don't feel famous at all. Like, I honestly, <laughs> I, like, we're talking right now, and I know a lot of people are like, sock monkey Mike or Mike Wexler. But, like, I honestly don't feel like that at all. I feel like a simple, you know, average uh, college kid that's just passionate about what he does. You know, I don't think of myself of having fame or, or big fortune. Uh, you know, I always just try to humble myself and just say, you know, I'm thankful for everybody. I'm thankful for people like Flobo that's been supporting since day one. You know, you know, there's a lot of people that have supported me on that journey and I do my best to reciprocate that support back. Um, but no, to answer your question, no, I have never once had, it, <clears throat> excuse me, I never had once like that feeling of like, 
I'm too famous for everything now. Like, no, that's not me at all. <laughs> what do you do to keep your show or even your in your brand fresh? There's a lot of people out there doing what you do. You stick out at first when you're in the brand new novelty has to wear off at some point. What do you do to keep yourself ahead of the game? Oh man. Um, that's a good question because I've taken break from podcasting here and there. Not, not just like for mental things or anything like that, but more so like, I don't have content to put out. So like, okay. it's, it's very hard. Cause I know, um, I know you had put on there on Instagram, which you guys could follow at flow, Flobo boys <laughs> or Flobito. Um, but, like, but like, it's, 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 uh, you know, um, <clears throat> I think it was a thing called shadowing, I believe. So like, you know, having that kind of gap and not really telling your viewers like, okay, we're going to have a break. <clears throat> oh, the pod fade. Were... Yeah. 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 So the pod fade I had one time, thank God, because we just had that, that gap of like, there's no content to be put out there. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just to keep it fresh. I mean, I think, thankfully, I don't want to thank my production team on that. I want to thank Isaac Rodriguez. I want to thank Mike Contreras. I want to thank Kelly Phelps. Um, there or excuse me, not Kelly Phelps. I'm so sorry. Kelly Scott. I don't know why I was thinking my old boss's name. Um, but, uh, no, 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 no. Um, but just to kind of reiterate, um, it's just, just keeping it consistent. You know, I try to do at least once a week, every Friday at 9 a.m. PST. You can watch a new episode of your story and also listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever. Um, but like, for example, as of this recording was yesterday uh, on Monday, um, you know, just kind of making it like special occasions like that where you had a big guest and it's kind of like you kind of put it out now so then you can let the people know. Um, right, right. So it's really... I think it's just the luck of the chance because like sometimes you can be as consistent as you can, but still not get the results you're looking for. Um, you know, I know a lot of friends that put out podcasts once a month, twice a month. Um, so it really is just one is the luck of the trade and two is the way you promote it. I promote everything like as consistently as I can, because I feel like, and I don't know how you feel about this Flobo, but I feel like that the impression rate is more lower in terms of the human attention span than it was probably three, four years ago, mm -hmm. because like now, you know, and I, this is coming from the ad class perspective. So shout out to my, <laughs> shout out to my professor over at Cal State San Bernardino, Larry high for teaching me okay, the strategy. Okay. Um, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where like, you know, a lot of people like to skip through score stories, scroll and do all that. Uh, so you have to create material that really stands out. Um, so whether that's through a thumbnail, whether that's through, um instagram stories which i use an app called mojo so for the magic people out there they're like how does he do his stories mojo uh instagram story editor most likely um great for everything um so it's just use that you know the way that you promote yourself i think that really just makes it stand out and makes the people think like this guy's putting in the work we could see that so let's watch at least a minute two minutes or even the full thing you know what i mean so yeah. um that's that's how i feel like that makes me you know, makes the uh, content really fresh. And even if it's, I have to take that break, it's still people go back to stuff nowadays. So it's sure. like people could go back and watch those. My first ever episode of your story or my first ever episode of the Sock Monkey Mike show. So like, it's crazy. It's actually, it's absolutely crazy how times have changed. Yeah, and it still continues to evolve us, but but you got the evolution of Mike. You're also doing IRL sports, traditional sports. You see a little bit of the MC side of thing. What is that like? You know, wrestling fans, I think, I know there's big events, but I feel fans get together on Twitter. We have the little cabals, their little groups, but IRL sports are just like a whole different experience, I feel. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, 
I'm the public address announcer for the uh, Cal State San Bernardino um, Athletics. So um, I get to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff. We have a great team over at Cal State San Bernardino. Uh, everybody is friendly. Everybody is, uh, you know, treated as a team. And so, you know, whether you're in game operations, video production, which I'm in as a, you know, kind of an on-air talent. Um, and it, it's just a friendly environment. So seeing behind the scenes stuff, uh, we hosted an NCAA tournament, uh, I believe a couple months ago, like in November, December for volleyball. And that was a, that was an NCAA tournament. That's like the world is watching when it comes to tournaments like that. So, you know, seeing the behind the scenes stuff of setting up and to, you know, uh, seeing all these teams come from all over the country to, you know, um, be in this relatively small university um, is uh, is really awesome. And getting to meet the players and the coaches and the staff um, and to really, really hear and, and tell their stories out there is is truly mind boggling. It's like a, it's like a little mini WrestleMania moment. It's like it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God, it's happening. Wow, that's pretty cool. Sometimes I kind of wish I had took that path a little more. I was like a a fan of the idea, but I was very heavy growing up, so I wanted to be an athlete. So I was also like, when I get fit, I'm gonna go out there, be in the field. But like, had I had like a future me come back and said, "Hey, bro, you love microphone stuff, focus on that," I probably would have jumped in <laughs> a lot easier, a lot quicker. But you saying you're at a CSU San Bernardino, the Coyotes. Man, that is that is school that doesn't have a lot of pride, but you have pride for your college. I respect that, man. Like, how does it feel going out there representing for you, your family, your, your entire background? Is it going out there saying, I'm going to be the best dang broadcaster, MC host on the planet? Oh, man. I mean, it's awesome representing my university and representing my family within that. Um, you know, I feel like that home is really key um, when it comes to anything. Uh, you know, it. I have a supportive family. I have a supportive uh, friend group. I have a supportive uh, following. Um, every Everybody has been nothing but positive and, and great for me. And um, I'm very grateful for them. Um, and then when it comes to going to Cal State San Bernardino, I mean, same thing. I mean, there, there's so many. Of course, there's the ups and downs here. You know, of course, you get late to one class. You get uh, a bad grade last semester. Um, you know, shout out to my uh, communications professor last semester who failed me. You inspired me to keep going. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. that's awesome. You, you know, um, and it, it's a funny thing with that too, really quick, because um, what ended up happening was I did every assignment except for the final one. Um, and I remember just her telling me, she was like, um, you know, like you did great on every assignment, but this was not your best work. And that's why you failed. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Hey, I mean, I'll retake it in the, in the fall and you know, I'm just going to keep my head up and keep going. Was so, she right, um, huh? Was she right? I mean, okay. I don't, I don't like to <laughs> showcase work. That wasn't that great, but, um, it wasn't that great. It was like, I could see where her point was coming from. Um, so it, you know, but honestly, Going to Cal State San Bernardino is is truly um, awesome for me. It's getting to connect with a lot of people, and um, it's it's truly great. Especially now since we're back in person. Knock on wood. <laughs> I have to look around for wood. I guess knock on my dress in the background here. Yes. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I mean, as as far as a collegiate thing, and 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 I just the reason why I poked and prodded about that because I I have failed classes before. But it says a lot to me as as being a, such an advanced person of age 
on this call and say, hey, look, hey, look, I made something that was a good effort, but it wasn't good enough. I was called on it. And I said, I'll respect what you're saying and moving on. That's where people learn. I feel like people always say, hey, Flobo, y'all, you're so smart. You're killing the game. And I said, don't be afraid to be dumb. Uh, right. I, I grew up with Al Yankovic, right? Dare to be stupid. And, and mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool to say, hey, look, I don't know anything about esports. I want to learn. I don't know anything about uh, uh, hosting a show with a format. I'm going to learn. And thankfully, on Instagram, at Flobito, I can say what I learned for free for other people. So they can share. <laughs> so, but as I'm saying, you, you have it, bro. Like you have the talent, you have the content, and now you have like, the wherewithal to be like, okay, this is what happened. This is how I can improve. So. Right. But but representing, man, Mike Wexler, you and I, we're, we're both people of a certain color. We're both brown folk. Uh, yep. is, is there any, any pressure to represent on that level when you create? Do you think about that? Or is it kind of like air where it's always around? But only if you really think about it, it shows up. Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I try to represent my culture any 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 time that I get to do what I do, um, you know, because I am of the uh, – uh, Mexican American heritage, um, you know, but I also uh, am a rare mixed breed when it comes to uh, Mexican American, and of course, from my dad's side of being the uh, Jewish Hebrew uh, side as well. So, you know, I, I try to, you know, represent, you know, those cultures in, you know, the best of my ability, um, you know, um, and to make my uh, culture proud, my heritage proud, um, and you know, it, it, am I gonna? be successful at it a hundred percent of the time. No, but yeah. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to try my, sorry. I don't know why my mom keeps sex. She's like, how are you doing over there? Um, no, <laughs> uh, no, it's just, um, I try my best to, you know, do the best to my ability of making my, uh, culture proud because I feel like that, you know, um, it's always been surrounded by me, you know, um, when it comes to the, the culture and, um, you know, when it comes to like celebrations and all that, like whenever we do Thanksgiving, everybody like trust me, Flo, everybody shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Even when it came to Zoom, Zoom Thanksgiving, like it was like, trust me, everybody and anybody shows up. Um, and, you know, having having the family, um, the family feel within my family is awesome. Uh, getting that connection, getting the uh, the nurture uh, when it comes to uh, my family. Uh, and seeing how connected they are really, you know, inspires me to, uh, you know, have that and to, uh, you know, treat others as I would treat myself, you know, I mean, with, you know, being family and stuff like that. So um, it, it's great. It's honestly great to really have that influence and really have that, um, that vibe. I'm, I don't know if I'm too modern to say that, but vibe. <laughs> um, but it's awesome. It's definitely awesome. Do you celebrate uh, Christmas and, and Jewish holidays as well, or is it? Yes, uh, only only Christmas, because um, uh, I I don't celebrate the other holidays. Um, but Christmas, the best time of the year when you get up early and you uh, you're like, okay, what did I like? How are they going to react to what I got my mom and my aunt and my aunt grandpa? Yeah. So. <laughs> This is actually my next question. I was perusing the Instagram and uh, well, your mom had a birthday around the Christmas holiday season. And you got her a purse from Michael Kors, my man. Look, I always <laughs> say in my family, I had the, the burden of being the good gift giver, but I could tell by your mom's face, she was surprised. Let me ask you this there, Mike, how much did you antagonize over yourself? Like, oh my gosh, am I going to hit this right? Am I going to be the best gift giver this summer? Is there a competition in the household? It's all love. <laughs> What's going on during, during birthdays and holidays? You, you you know what, Flobo? You don't know how many times I have to tell myself, 
like is she gonna like this is she gonna like is this too much like i have so much uh i don't know if it's anxiety or if it's uh like just kind of like telling myself like oh my god oh my god like is she gonna like this um but like it, it's awesome it's awesome to really get her reaction to it and her loving it because her love and her um her just being surprised or or whatever is more rewarding than anything money can buy you know what i mean because i feel like that's just what you know that that's what's most important for me um it's actually funny with that because i had saved a bunch of money and see what's funny is that her birthday my mom's birthday is on the 28th mm-hmm. and christmas is on 25th or the 25th or the 26th 25th. Um, and the 25th so it's like literally there's that which i spent a lot of money on and then literally three days after it's like oh my it's her birthday (laughs) so so it was kind of hard to really um strategize the gifting purposes because like for christmas i think i got them uh oh my god i don't remember but it was something big and then i was like well i don't know i was gonna give her like maybe some cash or maybe i'm like you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to uh i'm gonna go to michael kors i'm gonna i'm gonna go get her a purse and then literally i had talked to one of the workers she's like or no excuse me he was like he was like uh like, hey, like, uh, what are you looking for? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I don't know what to buy. Yeah. I don't know what, like, what's what's new. And then he literally pointed me to that purse. And I'm like, how much is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then he told me the price. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty affordable. That's before what I knew about the taxes. And then afterwards, right. I, I got it. And it was a huge surprise. I actually bought it the same day of her birthday party. So she didn't know about it. Um, and so we had celebrated. I surprised her with that. And she was, you know, that's what the world famous Instagram picture is of me just going like this. <laughs> I, I, my heart was warm for two reasons. One, you love your mom. And, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> but two, we have a very similar story, uh, when it comes to that. So my mom's birthday is in April, it's April 2nd. Uh, and uh, in 2017, she had retired from her, her just retired. I mean, she, she's a nurse practitioner. She's a, an RN person, QA, and she wanted to go to Graceland on her retirement party. But that was like the third week of April. So be- besides buying the tickets and the hotel rooms for her birthday, when we got to Memphis, this is where Graceland is, um, there's across the state line is a town called Southampton, South Haven, Southampton, Mississippi. That's where all the shopping is. And I remember taking my mom to a Michael Kors store and being like, pick something, one thing, but pick something. And it's the same thing, bro. It's like, here's somebody that's giving you so much and you're like, I want to do whatever I can, but you're like, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to go <laughs> super broke. <laughs> so I saw that picture and I was like, yo, Mike, Mike's a good dude, man. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always, like I said, I always find anybody else's happiness, my happiness as well, especially if it's someone that's close to me. Um, and it's, it's not a gimmick just for everybody out there. It's not, it's not, it's not a persona. It's like legit who I am, you know, and it's, and it's awesome to really see, you know, her, her happiness. And although she has done above and beyond things for me throughout my life, um, it is just awesome to really uh, repay that or just kind of reciprocate that in, in the best of my ability as well. Jeez, bro. Uh, you are killing the game, and it's only going to get up from there. If you're listening to this, is New Amsterdam Radio with the Mike Wexler. Now, question I have before we get out of here, Mike. People like to listen to the show with it in their little, little, or their big day job, thinking about jumping off and doing something creative, or they're kind of juggling the creative aspect with their real life. If you have any advice, any mistakes you've made that you can say, don't do this, here's another pro tip. What will you say to them? 
I ooh. I will say this because there's there's a lot of people that have said this before. I will say, do not don't okay. If I would tell myself something personally, I would say just don't be fearful, just do it. You know, just just to pursue anything. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road, but just know that, you know, you're going to get to that end goal. Um, but other than that, just don't change anything. Just go do what you do, because if it, you know, everything happens for a reason. And so, you know, if you change one thing, would you make it to where you are now? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to are you going to be like Flobo, who has so many great hits out there and that is doing all these podcasts like Draped in Gold, New Amsterdam <laughs> Radio, which we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, but no, on the real note, that that's what it is, you know, just just to continue what you're doing. Even if you have one listener, five listeners, 10 listeners, or if you're like me, who has, I can't say it out loud, but <laughs> uh, no, 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 on an average of like maybe 10 to 12, um, you know, it's just, just do it. You know what I mean? And, and surround yourself with people that are as passionate or, you know, passionate like you are about what you want to do or even something similar. You know, I, I'm very thankful for being surrounded by people like, a Flobo, like a Jack Farmer, like, you know, um, Justin of the Wrestling Classic, Daniel of the Dropkick Podcast, or even THS Wrestling. Shout out to them. Uh, you know, everybody from oh, absolutely, uh, Neeson, yeah. Pingle, like there's so many people out there, you know, and even my mentors out there like uh, Drew Gulak. Shout out to shout out to him, who's really awesome. Uh, if we're going outside of the wrestling realm, Johnny LaQuasto, uh, someone that's I consider a, a great, great person. Uh, Alyssa Marino. Um, oh my God, I'm trying to remember everybody. Uh, but to, the point is, um, you know, just shout out to everybody there because if it wasn't for you guys, if it wasn't for my family, if it wasn't for my friends, if it wasn't for just the the positive environment I've been surrounded by, um, I wouldn't be here today. And it's awesome to really get to embrace that positivity, embrace that passion, and to showcase all these other passions in, on Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. Because it, it, it's something that I think we all should need and should get nowadays is to spread that positivity. You know, I mean, we live in fearful times, but um, it's just awesome where we can replace that fear with something that you love and something that's very positive. So um, that's my message. Um, I'm sorry if it's very, uh, very long and very like, oh, shut up, make them shut up. But that's my message. Hey, that's the reason why we call it New Amsterdam Radio. It's a podcast, a city for creatives. Everyone here has to be grown through the community. Mike Wexler at Sock Monkey. Mike on that social media. Don't forget YouTube.com slash Mike Wexler. Doing big things. Get on the ground floor now. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. Thank you, Flobo. It's it's honored, you know, an honor to be on there. And for those who are listening, you can actually listen to Flobo on the Your Story podcast, which we already recorded an episode. It was a great conversation. That hopefully. By the time of this recording, should have been out by now. Yes, <laughs> but, it should be. <laughs> but uh, but no, go listen to it. We had a great conversation, um, and hopefully, maybe we could do a round two in person. <laughs> Crossing fingers. <laughs> Before you go, just want to say my book, Graduation Day, Life Lessons from the Real World, is now available on Amazon. You know, the concept of the book comes from when I graduated college and I wasn't impressed about my commencement speaker and what he had to say. And I said, I had some life experiences. Let me go back in time to a proverbial time machine and tell younger me things I learned as an adult. 
I share stories about the time where I almost died riding a motorcycle or the time where I had no money but decided to do a wedding in Italy, DJ a wedding in Italy to save my business and much, much more. Graduation Day, Life Lessons from the Real World is available on Amazon. Just look for me, F Lobo Voice. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.